The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Kedushin daf Nun Aleph, and we are at the Mishnah on daf Nun Amid Beis. So we're all familiar with the halacha that Kedushin is not toifes bechay krisos. So this week's parsha is parshas Achrimois, parshas Kedushin, two parshios in the Torah that discuss the halachos of the arayos at great length. Sakhtas Yivomis begins with 15 arayas, but really there are even more than 15. An erva is someone that one is not allowed to be boil. Naturally, one cannot marry an erva either. More so, if somebody would be Makadish an erva, for example, his sister, or his mother, or his wife's sister, or his stepdaughter, any one of the arayas that are mentioned in the Torah, the halacha is, the kedushin wouldn't even be toifes. So if somebody would go over to an erva, Give her a shava pruta and say, The halacha is they're not married. If she wants to marry somebody else, she doesn't need to get. If he now dies without children, there's no halachas of Yubam v'chalitza. Kedushin is not toifes bechayvi krisos, being that if someone's boil in erva, he would be chayiv chorus. As a result, Kedushin is not toifes be'arayas. What about chayvi lavin? What if the Isser relationship between man and woman is not Karis, but it's still Aser? For example, it's a Lisa say, or maybe even an Isra say. That's already a dispute amongst the Tanam, the Machlekes, Rabbi Akiva, and the Chachamim. The Chachamim hold that although Kedushin is not Teufis, where the punishment for this Bila would be Karis, Kedushin is Teufis, Bechai Ve'lav and Bechai Ve'asin. Rabbi Akiva is the Das Yochan and Shas who holds that just like Kedushin is not Teufis, Bechai Ve'krisos, Kedushin would not be Teufis, Bechai Ve'lav and Bechai Ve'asin either. Shittas Rabbi Akiva is featured prominently in Masech Tzivomis. It's going to come up again a little bit later in today's daf. But that's a Halacha Revachab Yisrael. Kedushin is not Teufis, Bechai Ve'krisos. Stating that, says the Mishnah, if somebody is Mekadesh, a woman and her daughter, Bivas Achas, at the same time, so he goes over to a woman and her daughter, and at the same time says, I want both of you to be Mekudosh to me. Or a woman and her sister. That's the key word. He does it simultaneously. Says the Mishnah, the Aloha is Einon Mekudoshes. They're not going to be Mekudoshes. Neither one of them are going to be married. Meaning, just like if you were married first to the Isha, and then afterwards you were Mekadesh, her daughter, or her sister. The Aloha is that the second Kedushan wouldn't be Chal. Why wouldn't the second Kedushan be Chal? Because... The second woman is an erva, and Kedushin is not Teufus Bechavi Krisos. So too, if you weren't married to any one of them, but at the same time you tried being Mekadesh, both of them, the halach is that neither is going to be Chal. Now the fact that both are in Chal is probably not such a big Kedush, because just like you can't marry first one and then the other, it would make sense that it means you can't be married to both of them. So what's the difference if you do one and the other, or if you do them both at the same time? You cannot be married to an Isha ve'achaisa. You can't be married to Isha Bita. It's a Chiddush, but it's not as big a Chiddush as what the punchline of the mission is, which is that none of the Kedushin are going to be Chal, not B'teris Vadai, not even B'teris Suffolk. The Halach is that this man is not married to Isha, he's not married to Bita, he's not married to Isha, he's not married to Achaisa. None of the Kedushins are Chal. Why not? That the Gemara is going to discuss. 
says the Mishnah, Umaisa, there was a story, a similar related story, where there were five women, two of these five women were sisters. And a man took a cluster of figs, that belonged to these five women. It was also during the Shemitah year. So these figs had Kedusha Shemitah. And he told all five of these women, I want all five of you to be married to me with this cluster of figs that I'm giving you. And the five women appointed a shliach, one of these women, to accept the kilkola as kesef kedushin on behalf of the group. That although the three girls that were not related to each other were all married, but the two sisters were not married. There's a lot of agav details that are mentioned in this story. The fact that a man is being Makadish, a woman, with something that belongs to the woman. The fact that it was Shemitah. So there's a lot of different details. The Gemara is going to discuss that in tomorrow's daf. But the point that we need for our Mishnah right now is that the two sisters are going to be married. Why not? It's based on the halacha of the Mishnah. Being that this was one shot, one swoop of Kedushan that was being done to several women, the two sisters could not be married because that's the halacha in a Mekudoshes. Neither one of the sisters are married. Says the Gemara Minah, how do you know that? How do you know that if a person is Mekadosh, Isha, Bita, Isha, the halacha is that neither one of these women are married. The Pasuk says in the parish of Arayas, this week's parasha, parasha's Litzra. So one of the Arayas that I mentioned in the Torah is Achois Ishtoi. Achois Ishtoi is of Mesechtes Yivam's fame. It's from there that we learn the halacha of Tzorah Sarev. The Torah says, Ve'isha Lachoisa Loisikach, a man's not allowed to marry a woman and her sister. So again, this is pre-chem to Rabbeinu Gershon, where you're allowed to marry multiple wives. But a woman and her sister that you cannot marry, Litzra Legalis Ervasa Aleha Bechayel. Incidentally, what's the Pashup Shad in this Pasik? So if you look in the Ramban Alatayra, if you look in the Sephurna Alatayra, the Pashup Shad in the Pasik is beautiful. Back in the day when a man was allowed to be married to multiple wives, the relationship between the two wives were Tsaras. They were called Tsarazulazu. Why? They didn't like each other. Naturally, there was jealousy, they were fighting for their husband's attention. It's pretty intuitive how being married to multiple wives could have caused issues amongst the respective wives, so much so that Chazal referred to them as Tzaras, and there's a very special place in Halacha when it comes to a Tzara. For example, in the Halacha of Eidos Isha, where the Halacha is that in Eidechot, Apostle, even a woman herself is believed to say Eidos, that a man died to be matter a woman that previously was an Eishas Ish, to be allowed to marry somebody else. There are a few exceptions. There are a few people that are not believed by Eidos Isha. One of the people not believed by Eidos Isha is a Tzara. One Tzara is not believed to say Eidos regarding Mez Baila because it could be she's doing it somehow to get back at her Tzara. So there was a lot of animosity between the Tzara. Says the Torah, the Isha You know why you shouldn't marry your wife's sister? Because Litzrar, if you're going to be married to two sisters at the same time, they're going to become Tzara's to each other. And it's not cool to take two sisters who naturally probably like each other very much, they grew up in the same home, to make them and turn them into Tzara's. Says the Ramban and the Sephorna, the same exact punchline. And that is, it's for that reason that Achois Isha is unique amongst all the Arayas, that the Isra Achois Isha is only when the 
two sisters are both alive and you're married to both of them at the same time. But what happens if you marry a woman and then she dies? So then the Allah is allowed to marry your sister. It's the only Arab in the Torah where that Allah is true. If a person marries a woman and then she dies and not marry her daughter, you can't marry her mother. There's no halacha that la'achamisa, there's no isser arayas. The lumbness of it we've spoken a lot about in the past, over the years. Achaisisha is the one exception to the rule. Achaisisha, the halacha is that after your wife dies, you're allowed to marry your sister. What's the pshat? Because really it's not an erva. The whole yisoyed of the isser erva, achaisisha, is litzra. We don't want them to be tzara, zulazu. It's for that reason, if they're going to be living together, they're going to be Tzara Zuluzu. To the extent that they're not going to be living together, they're not going to be Tzara Zuluzu. Either way, that's the Pashib Shah and the Pasuk Litzra. Of course, we know the Gemara, in the beginning of Sech Tzivamas, the from Litzra, the Halach of Tzara Zerva. This is the Halach of Tzara Zerva, the first Sugya in Masechtas Yavamas, it's learned out from the Erva of Achaisisha, where the Torah used the word Litzvah, it teaches me that the Tzara of an Erva is treated like an Erva, weird, in the context of Yibo. Either way, says Rami Bar another drasha from this pasuk. Now, loisikach is a lashon of kedushin. It's a lashon of kedushin. And the Torah, Amro, the Torah is saying that there's a halacha that if two women that you would not be able to marry because there would be an erva relationship if you want to marry both of them at the same time. Meaning, their tzoros in the maisa lekuchin, the halacha is loisikach, it's treated like erva, it's treated like chavi krisos, and just like by all chavi krisos, the halacha is kedushin's not toifes, so too, the kedushin's not going to be toifes with this maisa either. So according to Rami Bar the reason a person can't be makadish ishobita, the reason a person cannot be Mekadosh Ishadah is because it's somehow included in the parish of Arayas. And just like you can't be Mekadosh any erva, so too you can't do a Maisa Kedushin to two women, which if the Kedushin was Chal on both of them, you would now have an erva. And the halacha is, if you try doing even the Maisa Lekuchin, it's treated like a Kedushin for a Chai Krisos, where the halacha is, that the Kedushin is not Teufus. But Amalei Rav, so Rav asked Rami Barchama, Ihachi, if you're somehow including this halacha in the parish of Arayas, that means you have to now incorporate the entire parish of Arayas to this scenario. Now, the end of the parish of Arayas is very clearly, that halacha is, that if somebody's boil in Erva, he's Chayiv Koras. If that's the case, it should come out, back in the envelope arithmetic, if somebody's Mekadesh Isha Ve'achaisa, or if somebody's Mekadesh Isha Bita, and then he's boil any one of them, what should the halacha be? It should be Chayiv Koras. We know that's not true, because if the halach is that the kedushin is not toifes, koris mi mechayev. Then why should we chayev koris? It doesn't make any sense why there should be a chayev koris. Really, there's no scenario of erva right now. You're telling me the kedushin is not toifes. So, we never created the erva, so where in the world exactly is there a place for the chayev koris? Elo, my rova, so rova said, you can't say that if somebody tries being mekadash isha velachosa, it's considered an erva. Because there's no way you can include it in the parish of Arayas. If it was included in the parish of Arayas, there would be a chi of chorus, and there is no chi of chorus. Elamarova, Sarova said, The Pasik that says, is not talking about someone who's trying to be Makadish, a woman and her sister of Asachas. It's talking about a woman or a man that was Makadish, a woman, and then afterwards he tries to be Makadish, her sister. It's not a Pasik in the Torah. It's not one of the Arayas. Then why is the Kedushan not by either one of the sisters? Why is the Kedushan not not by the mother and not by the daughter? 
the reason is the Rabbah. Oh, my Rabbah, because Rabbah said, Oh, love this. Kosha Enoi Bezachazer, Afilu Bevasachas Enoi. Rabbah said that if the halacha is that I can't do B after I already did A, or if I can't do A after I already did B, then Misvara, I can't do A and B Bevasachas. And if I try to do A and B Bevasachas, the halacha is neither A nor B will be Chal. That's basic logic. Did that make sense? So if A would not allow me to do B, and B would not allow me to do A, I can't do these two Chaloisen in succession. That Misvara tells me that if I try doing A and B Bevas Achas at the very same second, not only are both A and B not Chal, but neither A nor B is going to be Chal either. How did Rabbi know that Rashi says Svarib Almohu? He knew it 100% misfarib. The truth is that this idea of Kosha Enoi Bezeach Hazer, Afilu Bevasach although the Gemara here is telling to us now with regards to Hilchus Kedushin, someone that tries to be Makadish, Isha Ubita, or Isha Alachosa Ka'achas, as we see in the Gemara right now, it's something that really touches on other sugis and Shas. It's not a Kedushin specific Svara, it's really a more general macro Svara that's Negei many different sugyas, and if we have some time, we'll speak out a little bit of lumdus about it. Either way, says the Gemara Gufa. So, on my rabbi, rabbi said a big lumdus. And Rava quoted this Chiddush of Rabba to explain our missions. For that reason, that if someone tries to be Mekadish, Isha Lachosa, or Isha Bita, that Lach is none of the two women are married, because being that you wouldn't be able to be Mekadish one after you already Mekadish the other, so that reasons to say that if you try to be Mekadish both of them, the Vasachas, none of the Kedushin is going to be Chal. Isve Abaya. So again, whenever Rava says something, Abaya has a kasha. Isve Abaya. Hamar Bebe Meiser. And this kasha is really not so much on Rava. It's more kasha on Rabba's entire statement. Rabba, who was Mechadish, this svaro of Kolche Eina Bezeach Hazeh, Afilu Bevasach Hazeh. His kasha was from a Teisefta Mesech Tezmai. The halacha is that a person is obligated to give Meiser. But there's an interesting halacha in Hulchus Meiser that I don't think everybody knows. And that is, Meiser is 10%. It's not 9% that we all know. It's also not 11%. Meiser is a very specific number. It's a very exact number. Meiser has to be 100%, 10%, that made no sense. It has to be exactly 10%. It can't be less. It also can't be more. So if somebody wants to be a frumo and he says, I'm not giving Meiser, I'm giving Chaymish. Sounds very nice, but the Kedushas Meiser is not going to be Chal on anything beyond the 10%. Meiser is Chal on the 10%, it can't be Chal on anything else. Says the Tesefta, a person was giving Meiser, and he decided that instead of just giving 10%, he's going to give more. Rashi's example is when he gave 20%, he gave Chaymish. So the Allah is, the Meiser itself is going to work in the sense that the Peirois, that he gave Meiser on behalf will not be Tevil anymore. You'll be able to eat the Peiris. Um Meiser is Mikulkolan. However, the Meiser itself is going to be Mikulkol. It's going to be messed up. Why is it going to be messed up? Because in the Meiser itself, we look at it as if there are two buckets. There's the 10%, which is Meiser, and then there's the more than 10% that he was Mafresh, which Kedushas Meiser can't be Chal. And that more than 10%, let's call it the, the difference between the 10 and the 20%, that is in the twilight zone. That's neither here nor there. It's not Meiser, because Kedusha's Meiser can't be chal on it. He also 
wasn't ma'aser on its behalf because he wanted it to be included in the maaser. So there's no way for you to be able to eat it. You could eat the maaser, but it wasn't Chal Kedusha's maaser on it. You also could eat the rest of the peiros that you left over, but those were not included in the peiros that you left over. So what ends up happening is you end up being stuck with a chalik of your peiros which you're not allowed to eat. And being it's nisarev, together with the meiser that you were mafresh, so the halacha is, meiser, you're not allowed to eat the meiser at all, because it has in it a taruvois of the real meiser that you're allowed to eat, but also peirois, which was neither here nor there, meaning you're not allowed to eat it, you have a taruvas of this of a hetter, if you have a taruvas of this of a hetter, the halacha is, you're not allowed to eat it. I don't understand the issue. Why don't we say, if you would ask me, based on Rabbah's principle, you know, I would pass it in this shiloh, there should be no meiser. You shouldn't be able to eat anything. It should all be done. You know why? Because what would be if first you gave meiser, and then afterwards you decided to be mafresh more? The more that you were mafresh would be nothing because you can't create Kedusha's Meiser beyond the 10%. So nothing would be chal at all. To say that culture in the Bazaar Chazer, being that I can't create any Kedusha's Meiser once I give the Meiser, even though over here I did it in one shot, I didn't just take 10% and then add another 10%. I took 20% of Vazachas, say culture in the Bazaar Chazer, I feel with Vazachas, if I feel with Vazachas, that means there's no Meiser chal at all. If there's no meiser, everything is still tevel. So you're not letting anything. Just do it all over again and give meiser. So why is the halacha that peiros of misukonim and only meiseris mikukolim? Because there's a taruvas of isavaheter. There's no taruvas at all. The peiros shouldn't be misukin. Nothing should be chal. Because kol she'ina bezeachazeh, afilu bevazachazeni. Amalei. So he told him back a very shveres svar. He told him shani meiser the isavachatzah. Meiser is a little bit different. The reason meiser is different is because meiser you could be mafresh even for a chatzi chita. So, for example, let's say you have stalks of grain. You have to give maizer. You have to give 10%. You have 100 stalks. The way you would traditionally give maizer is take 10 stalks, leave 90, that's your maizer. But you don't really have to do it that way. If you want, you could take 50 stalks and cut off a percentage of each one of those 50, and you can give the maizer that way. You can give maizer lichatzom, a half a stalk in and of itself would constitute Meiser. And the point is that it works. It's Isi Lechatzah. Being that it's Isi Lechatzah, so the way we touch up this person's Kavana when he was Marbe the Meiser is that really he wants the Meiser to be Chal on every one of the stalks that he was Mafresh. So instead of giving 10%, he decided to be Machmer, which ended up getting him into trouble. He gave 20%. But the way we look at it is is that he really wants the 10% to be from every one of the stalks that he was mafish, all 20%, albeit lechatzah, because the entire 20% can't be chal. Being that he wants it, that each one of these stalks that he was mafish should be chal. So the way we look at it is, is that he taka wants all 20% to be maiser, but he's doing it ki'ilo in two steps. He wants first the 10% to be chal, and then he wants, in his mind, that the other 10% should be chal. Being that that's the way he wants to do it, it doesn't fall into this gather of kol she'ine bezeachazeh, afilu bevazachazeh, it's not a regular traditional bevazachaz. Again, it's not an easy svara. The, the farshim on the Gemara, everybody mutches a little bit to try to understand 
Pashup Shad in this Gemara, but either way, that was the Svara. That being that Maisus Isa Lechatsoim, it's for that reason it doesn't fall into a classic example of Kol Sheinah Bezachazer, Afilu Bezachazer. The Gemara explains the Yomar Tiskachi Palgut Echitza, Kitsha, being that you could be Makadesh, a half a Kitta, that's why this is not a classic case. But the Gemara asks, Vari Maisa Behema, that would be very good for Maisa Pairs. What about Maisa Behema, the Lech Lechatsoim, where the Allah is that you cannot create Kedushas Maiser on a half a behemoth. So you can create Kedushas Maiser Peiros on a half a chita. But you can't do it on a Maiser behemoth. And the halachi is, it's Eina Bezachazeh. What does it mean, Eina Bezachazeh? Let's say you want the 10th animal and the 11th animal to be Kedushas Maiser behemoth. The halachi is, it's not kal. And yet, Rova said, Let's say two animals came out together. Again, how do you do Maiser behemoth? Just a quick refresher. So, and each tenth animal that goes underneath the shevet is Chal Kedushas Masiri Kodesh. The tenth one is automatically Kodesh. So what happens if you're doing your thing, you're the shepherd, the animals are coming one at a time, and all of a sudden when you came to the tenth one, Yatsu Shnayim Basiri, two literally cross the finish line at the very same second. The current Asiri, so now we call both of them Asiri. So what's the halacha? Asiri ve'achadasem u'rofen zebezeh. So what you have over here is a problem. Because one of them is Asiri, one of them is Maise Behema. The other one is not Maise Behema because you can't create two Asiris. Only one of them is an Asiri. So you end up with a taruvis of something that's Maise Behema and something that's not Maise Behema. What's the kasha? Why don't you say, Kol She'enu B'zachazeh? If you would be Mekadosh the Asiri and then try to be Mekadosh the 11th one, the 11th one wouldn't be Kodesh because the 10th one's Kodesh, not the 11th. So say the same thing, that if you tried being Mekadosh the Asiri and the Achados at the same time, not one is chal, you just don't know which one. None of them should be chal, because that's the halach of kol she'inu b'zachazeh, Thank you. And here you can't say, you can't say that shani meiser the isa l'chatzam, because it's not true. A half a behemoth cannot be kodesh. So whatever that svar of isa l'chatzam was, it just doesn't work over here. So we're left with a new kash that Rabbi is asking on Rabbi, says the Gemara, shani meiser behemoth is b'tais. Don't ask me kash of meiser behemoth. Because although it's true that in a conventional case, the Allah is that only Asiri Kodesh by Maise Behema. But if you try being Mekadish, Bezeh the 11th one, it won't be Chal. That's in most cases. But it actually is possible for the 11th animal also to be Kodesh. You know how? If you made a toys. What's the Allah? Now we're going to the Mishnah, Karat Lachi Asiri. So this Raya, this shepherd, is doing his thing. He's counting the Maise Behema. And when he came to the 10th one, he accidentally. I'm sorry, when he came up to the ninth one, he accidentally called it the tenth one. He was counting six, seven, eight, he's drinking on the job, ten. He left out nine. So he called the ninth one the tenth. Then he chapped, oops, I never said nine. So la sirichi. So the tenth one, he called the ninth. Then he called the eleventh one tenth. So the Allah is shloshta mikudasha. When you end up with his three animals that are all going to be hectish. The ninth one is hectish because he called it the tenth one. The tenth one is hectish, even though he called it the ninth one, because that really is hectish. And then the eleventh one is hectish, because he called it the tenth one. So what you end up having over here is Shloshtam Yekodesh. Now, how could three of them be Kodesh? I thought only the Asiris Kodesh. So you see, being that he made a toys, 
The halach is the hektish is chal. It's a very big chiddush. Usually nothing is chal b'toyis. Over here, ma'aseh lehem is chal b'toyis. But whatever the pshat in that chiddush is, you see that it could be chal kedushas ma'aser behem b'zayachazeh. Oh, it could be chal b'zayachazeh. That's why it could be chal b'vasachas. When is the rule kol she'ena b'zayachazeh for b'vasachas? That's when it can never be chal b'zayachazeh. You can never be mekadesh isha and then be mekadesh achoyso. You can never make something ma'aser isha. After you already have the ten percent, but by ma'aser behemah there is a way that it could be chal kedushas ma'aser behemah even after you already have ma'aser behemah. How in this case of toys, you have three animals that are all kedusha, they're all kaddish, but kedushas ma'aser behemah. Thus, it's considered something that is yeshnoi bezeachazeh. Oh, if it's yeshnoi bezeachazeh, it's for that reason it's going to be vasachas. Well, I have another example. The lesser betos toido that is lesser betos for lesser nami bezeachazeh. The itmar we learn. So what's toido? So when the carbon toida was brought, they used to bring chalos together with it. So the toida was essentially a shlomim, albeit it had some different halachas. A shlomim was allowed to be eaten for two days and a night. The toida was only eaten for one day and a night. Why was it eaten for only one day and a night? So what do all this farms say? Very good, because the idea was is that if you only have one day to eat it, you're going to be forced to invite people over to the Suda, and people are going to ask you, why are you bringing carbon toida? Because Hashem did something wonderful for me. So you're going to be mefars in the nest. That's why the carbon pesach was eaten the chabura, the katrila. And that's why the carbon pesach also, you had one night to eat it. You had a very short amount of time to eat it. You couldn't even eat it the next day. So why do you have such a short amount of time to eat it? It's because we want to be mefars in the nest. You have to invite more people. People will get together. They'll talk about the miracles. So the toida was essentially the shlamim, albeit with some nuances. One of the nuances of the toida is, is that together with the carbon toida, they brought lachme toida. Breads that were brought, four different types of breads, ten of each one. You ended up with forty. Some were chametz, some were matzah. That's why you didn't say mizmor l'soyda on chalamay. The reason I don't say mizmor l'soyda on chalamay is because the toida couldn't be brought on Pesach because the toida involved breads, some of which were chametz. As a result, there was no way to be makavit on Pesach. But either way, so the carbon toida had forty breads that were brought with it. What if you decide I don't want to just bring forty breads? I'm a Shainayid, I'm going to bring 80 breads. So the halachas doesn't work. Because it's only Chal Kedusha on 40, it's not Chal Kedusha on more than 40. So it says the Gemara, regarding the Lachmi Toido, the lesser betos, with halachas, if someone's Mekadish Lachmi Toido betos, that this is not Chal, in contrast to Maisa Behemo, and the halach is that if after you Mekadish 40 Lachmi Toido, you try being Mekadish another 40 Lachmi Toido, the halach is the second 40 Anat Chal. The Itmar, and we learned, if somebody brought 80 Chalois Bevas Achas together with the carbon Toido, so he didn't bring 40 and then add another 40. It wasn't Bezachazet, it was Bevas Achas. So at the same time, he brings 80 Chalois. Together with his carbon toida. So what's the halacha? Is it chal on 80? Is it chal on 40? Is nothing chal? So it's machloik is ha-meirah. Chizki, ha-machizkiya said, kachu la-arba mitech shmaynim. 40 is going to be chal. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, it said, like kachu la-arba mitech shmaynim. And nothing is going to be chal. So what was about his kasha to Rabba? It sounds like this case is a classic example of kol she'enu b'zeh Because if you'd have 40, and then you would try to be Makadish another 40, the second 40 wouldn't be chal. So sot over here, where you try to be Makadish all 80 at the same time, if, if Rab is right, that kol she'enu b'zeh then nothing is chal. So here too, the hektar shouldn't be chal, not on 40, not on 80, it should be chal on anything. Now, the truth is, that is Rabbi Yechon and Shita. Rabbi Yechon had said, But Abaya had a problem from Chizkiah. Chizkiah argues with Rabbi Yechon. And Abaya had an issue with Rabbi only stimming with Rabbi Yechon 
and not stimming with chizki. It's funny because usually Rabbi Yechanan was the Mora the Ari Yisrael. The Allah is always like Rabbi Yechanan. Whenever Rabbi Yechanan argued with Rav or with Shmuel, the Allah was always like Rabbi Yechanan. So you would think that if Rabbi works with Rabbi Yechanan, Abayah would have been happy. But Abayah clearly wasn't happy. Abayah wanted that Rabbi Yechanan that his Rebbe Rabbo should stim with Chizkiyah. And he wasn't happy that he stim with Rabbi Yechonon. So his kasha is that if Rabbo's right, that kol she'ena b'zach hazeh, afilu b'vazach hazeh, why is the halacha that toide shenishchata al shmoinim chalois, kachi lot, harboyim, saltigimoro, lavitmer Allah, am Rabbi Shua ben Levi, no. The machloitis Chizkiyah and Rabbi Yechonon is not whether you say this for of kol she'ena b'zach hazeh, afilu b'vazach hazeh, rather machloitis is something completely unrelated, what is the machloikis? As follows. Rabbi Shubham Levi explained. If the person would have said specifically, I want 40 of the 80 to be Kaidish, everybody would agree with Bichal 40. There's no reason it shouldn't be Chal. He's saying, I want 40 to be Chal. He's not saying, I want 80 to be Chal. That would be the equivalent of somebody going over to two sisters and saying, one of you should be married to me. Why should there be a problem. We'll see later. It is a problem. But at first glance, based on the svara of kol she'ena b'zeh there's no reason for it to be an issue. If the person would have said specifically, I don't want anything to be chal. Hektish. Unless all 80 are hektish. Then it won't be chal. Why? Because all 80 can't be chal. Because kol she'ena b'zeh that's Pashat, old lady can't be chal. The person didn't say anything. He brought 80 chalois and he shechted the carbon toida on the shmoinim chalois. And we have no idea what his kivun was. Did he want all 80 to be chal? Or did he just want 40 of the 80 to be chal? Mar sovar, lachrayis, kamechavin. Umar sovar, the carbon godol, kamechavin. Chizkiah held that he wanted really 40 to be chal. Why was he mafresh 80 as backup? If something happens to the 40, he'll have another 40. But he understands he can't have hektish chal on more than 40, and he really only wants hektish to be chal on 40. Rabbi Yechonon said, no, he wants all 80 to be chal, and therefore nothing works. But the bottom line is, is that everybody holds kol she'en b'zeh ha'zeh, and to the extent that we know for sure he wants kedusha to be chal on all 80, Nothing is going to be chal. The only reason Chizkiah said it's chal on Arbaim is because we interpret that his das was that it should only be chal on 40, which 40, he probably doesn't care. He needs backup, and that's why he was mafresh 80. But Enochinami, has nothing to do with the Shailah. Says the Gemara, Viravah. And Rava, why did Rava have to say that Pshad in our Mishnah, that I'm a Kaddish, Isha Bita, or Isha Lachaisa, in a Makudashis? It's because Kosha in a Bazaar, I feel the Bazaar, I know, typically Kedushan Shayna Mesur, Libya Ninu, Rava could have said a much better Territ. You know, Rava could have said, you know why the heck the, the Kedushan is not Chal in our Mishnah? It's because what's going to happen if someone's Makadish, Isha Vachaisa? And let's say the Kedushan is only going to be Chal on one of them. Will he be. Will he know which one it's chal on? No. There won't be any way to know which one. I Meaning, even on the side that it's chal, you don't know who it's chal, which sister, is it the mother or is it the daughter, there's no way to know that. As a result, there's going to be an iserbia, because each one of these women is going to be a suffolk. Maybe she's your wife, but then again, maybe she's an erfa. As a result, it's a kedushin she'enim esurim labiyah. And Rav Ashita, as we'll see in the rest of today's daf, is that kedushin she'enim esurim labiyah, loy havi kedushin. So, Rav could have had a layup. 
Very easy pshat. You want to know why? Forget You don't have to come onto a pasuk in the Torah of Isha Lachoisa Leisikach Litzror. This is Rav Lashitosoi. This is Rav Ashitov. It's a kedushin she'ena misurin labiyah and kedushin she'ena misurin labiyah lehavi kedushin. So the Gemara says, you're right. He could have said that l'dvar of the Rami Bar Kamar. He was just talking to Rami Bar Kamar. Rami Bar Kamar said that the makar to our Mishnah is from the pasuk Isha Lachoisa Leisikach Litzror. That somehow in that pasuk you see. That if somebody tries to be Mechadish two sisters with Vazachas, it's a new erva. The Kedushin is not typhus, just like it's not typhus by any Chayvi Krisos. Rava told Rami Bachama, that can't be what the Pasuk means. Because the Pasuk says that every one of the Arai is singled out in the parasha, there's chorus for, and being that the Kedushin is not typhus for any one of the sisters, we're exactly as they're going to be chorus. So that can't be what the Pasuk is saying. Stating that, I can infer from the parasha of Arayas that you're right. Because being that you can't be Mekadosh one sister and then the next sister, the second one's not going to be Chal, so you can infer Rabbi Bar from the parish of Arayas that you can't be Mekadosh two sisters of Vazachas. But it's not Mefurish in the parasha. That's all Rava was saying. He was talking to Rami. You Rami Bar that think that the Makar to the Mishnah and the Afnun of institution is the parish of Arayas, I agree with you partially. It's implied from the parish of Arayas, but it's not Mefurish in the parish of Arayas. This is all the Dvar of the Rami Bar What about Rav himself? Oh, if you come to Rav's court and you would ask Rav, what's the Makar to the Mishnah Dafnunim Adais? He'd give you a much easier answer. You don't have to come on to Kol She'en some convoluted lumdis, Svaru Ba'alma, like Rashi calls it. You don't have to come on to that. It's very Pashit. The reason is because it's a kedushin she'ena mesurim labiyah and a kedushin she'ena mesurim labiyah loy have a kedushin. So what exactly is a kedushin she'ena mesurim labiyah? That's the next sugya. But before we start the next sugya, just two ha'aris. The first star is we had an interesting halacha. Hamar be'maiser peroisa mesukalim. So we said that the chiyuv to give maiser is ten percent. We all know that it's not less than ten percent. It's also not more than ten percent. It's not nine percent and it's not eleven percent. You're supposed to give ten percent. I once heard a shear regarding maiser k'safim. So, is there a chiv to give maizu k'safim? Is there no chiv to give maizu k'safim? So it ranges anywhere from chiv de Raisa to chiv de Rabbanon to no chiv at all. Minig ba'alma. Any approach you take, there really is a makar in Shulchan Aruch too. That's regarding maizu k'safim. Not to be confused with tzedakah. There's a separate mitzvah called tzedakah. Ask your local rabbi. But either way, maizu k'safim, the opinions of it, halacha la maizu b'zman hazeh, Range. Either way, it's you do with the Ramah. The Ramah says, right in the beginning of Hochet Stalker, it's Simon Reish Mem Zayin and Yeridea, Sefkot and Dalit. Somebody that gives Tzedakah or Meiser Ksafim, it will cause a person to become wealthy. The Osir Lenasis HaKadosh Baruch it's also to test HaKadosh Baruch Ki Im Bidavarzeh, Shenemar Beisan HaGemar Antainis, Bechanuni No Bezois. Hashem says, You want to test me to see if I'm here? Give Meiser, you'll become wealthy. And if you don't become wealthy, you have a shtickle taina. Hashem is challenging us, so to speak, to go. The Ramos says, The Ramos not sure if this was said with regards to all tzedakah, or maybe it's only specific to Meiser Ksafim. Either way, everybody asks on this Ramah. It's very Ramah, because there are people who have given Meiser Ksafim, and it hasn't played out exactly the way Ramah said. And the Ramah said, Bechanuni Nabizai. So what happens if a person gives Meiser Ksafim and it doesn't work out? So you can tell Hashem, what, I played this game, I went through the motions, I did what I was supposed to do, you didn't do what you were supposed to do, so now what? I mean, where does that leave you? So how do you understand this Ramah? How is it possible that if the Ramah says, based on a Gemara and Tainus, Bechanuni 
without the Ramah, you could have said that B'chanuni Nebuzayis, the Gemara Kainis is talking about Meiser, Tvua, Dogo, and Tirish, Yitzah, we don't have those mitzvahs B'zmanazah. So you could say it's not relevant B'zmanazah, but the Ramah said it is relevant B'zmanazah. The Ramah said it's for sure Negeya Meisik Sofim, it may even be Negeya also Dogo. So how you talking, how is it possible for a person to give stock? So he once spoke out in the daf a story that I once heard from Rabbi Felder here in Lakewood. He said that he heard a story about a Yid who was a big Yairid. He was a big belt stalker, a big veer, he used to give a lot of stalker, and he lost all his money. So I don't know if it was him or his friend, was an Eretz Yisrael right around that time, and he went to Rav Shlomo Arbach, and he asked Rav Shlomo Zalman that he doesn't understand, Chazal say, there's so many Gemaras that talk about you get stalker, that's the way to preserve your money, it's a school of Ashiras, and here this year he said, I know for a fact he gave so much stalker, it doesn't make any sense, how do you lose all his money? And Rav Shlomo Zalman told him something that only a God will dark tell him. He told him that today, we live in a world of a Neichi Aster Haster we live in a world where there's a tremendous hester upon him. Once upon a time, there was a Gilu Shechino, there was a Klerkai, it was very obvious that Hashem created the world. There were different Nesyonis, but a person wasn't even tested to think that maybe there's not a Bari Yolam. You were a fool, you were a pagan if you didn't believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everybody believed in Hashem. There was a tremendous Gilu Shechino in the world. Not so much anymore. Today we live in a world, like Rebchaim Velazhin said, there'll be a time there won't even be a D-book. Tell you, tell you, what's a D-book? There was a tremendous Hester Panim in the world today. Said Rabbi Shlomo Zalman that because of the Hester Panim, that's why a lot of the schoolers that you find the Chazal can't work anymore. Because if it would be so simple, give Meiser, and by you giving Meiser, you're going to become a Gevir. So what's why Hester Panim is that? To the contrary, you would see that it's not such a Hester Panim at all. It would be a tremendous Giloy Shechino. The Hester Panim is Mechayev. That's Mechayev, that this schooler of can't play itself out anymore. That was what Shlomo Zalman told him. But I heard once a different Teretz. And that is, it could be, if a person would give Meiser, 10%, and not 11%, then maybe he would become a Gvir. The problem is, Meiser is Meiser. It has to be 10%. Today, maybe we're being a marble of Meiser. Maybe we're giving too much. And if you give too much, maybe you don't have the Bechanuni Nabezois. If it's Dafka by Meiser, Ksofim, it could be. If you give more than Meiser, maybe in that instance, it's not going to play itself out. But I'll just tell you something interesting. There's another Halach and Shulchan Aruch where it's brought down, somebody's a school of Ashiras. I mean, there's no shortage of schools in the world. But in Shulchan Aruch, you know, you don't find it that often. In Hilchas Milo, the Ramah says that if somebody had a boy, and he was mechabit somebody with sandik. Now he has another boy. He shouldn't be mechabit the same person with sandik. He should give it to somebody else. And the reason is because sandik kois is similar to being makter ketoyres, and just like when the Kehanim used to bring the Ketaris in the morning, it was Chadash on the The same Kehanim wasn't allowed to bring the Ketaris twice because Ketaris was a school of Ashira, so you want to give other people an opportunity to become an Oisha. So says the Ramah, it's for the same reason that when it comes to Sandekais, you don't give Sandekais twice to the same person. Zok the Bir Hagra on this Ramah. Dvorov Einloy Shachar. It's not often that the Gra is feisty. Dvorov Einloy Shachar, says the guy. It's no way this is true. Dim Kane, number one, my time in the other Mechadavka. The Echel Yasa based upon the Sandak If the Tsushta, the Moshal, is Ketiris, by Ketiris, the Kayan wasn't allowed to be, he couldn't be Makhtar Ketiris twice, period. 
Didn't matter who, what, when, where. There were no exceptions. So by Sandik, it should be the same thing. That once Ruven is Sandik, Ruven should never be Sandik anymore. Not only for Shimon's second kid should he be Sandik, he should never be Sandik, period. Additionally, says the girl, He says, not just that, if Sandik Kois is a school of Ashiras, I've never seen a Sandik become a Gvir. I mean, that I'm not the Vilna Guide. I never saw a Sandik become a Gvir. That's a riot that this is not a real school of. What's Pshad in the Minik? How come you don't give the same. You don't give your second kid Sandik, someone you already gave already. I'll pizza of us, Rabbi Yehuda Chosid, Simimem. The guy says, I have the Bukar. It's the Tzava of Rabbi Yehuda Chosid. So, whatever your halachic opinion is of the Tzava of Rabbi Yehuda Chosid, the Noid of Yehuda Kidu said that Rabbi Yehuda Chosid only wrote it for his family, for his ankle, whatever it is. So, whatever the take is on the Tzava of Rabbi Yehuda Chosid, that's the way you take this halacha. But it's interesting. So, the guy says it right here. On this Ramah, I was looking to see if he says it on the Ramah in Simir Reish Memzai. He doesn't say it in Simir Reish Memzai. The other guy doesn't say anything. So here in Simir Reish Samachain Hilchas Milo, he says, you know, I never saw a Sandik become a great. He doesn't say I never saw someone give stock of a Kamagvir. Either way, just a little bit of interesting rate. With regards to Kol She'en Bezach Hazeh, Afil Bezach so we don't have time. We're not going to go into it. And besides, it's way beyond the scope of what we do. But there is for further analysis, for further research, the big Mara Mokim on this Sugya, the longest. Of the sugi is Chedushe Reb Chaim Alevi Al Rambam. Reb Chaim in Sefer has one shtickle in Hilchas Nadarim. It's regarding a f- husband whose wife made a neder, and he was making the neder and made for the neder b'vas achas. And the Rambam says that the akom is chal, the afar is not chal. Maybe it's the vice versa. I don't remember which way. But either way, the kasha is: Why don't you say Kol She'ena B'Zachazeh Afilu B'Vasachazeh? If the husband would be made for the neder, and then he would be making the neder, can't be making the neder once he made for it. If the husband would be making the neder, then be made for it. You can't be made for the neder after you were making it. So Frank Reb Chaim. If you're making and you're made for the nether, both bevasachas, then the loch is that nothing should be chal. Rabbi Chaim has a super lumbus to explain when you say kol she'en bevasachas, when you don't say it. Just one interesting anecdote. If you look in the Chazanish, Chazanish wrote Gilyoinus on Kedusha Rabbi Chaim Halevi It's printed in the big black Rabbi Chaim's in the back. They have Ha'oris that the Chazanish wrote and Rabbi Chaim. And Chazanish asks two kashas on Rabbi Chaim, both from our Gemara right here. As if to say, Reb Chaim's Yusoid works very well with some of the sugyas of Kol She'en Bezach Hazah, Filu Vazach Hazah, but it really doesn't work with this sugya right here, Kedushan Nafman Aleph Amman Aleph. So I remember, in Yeshiva lore, it's said over, the Reb Shach once asked the Briskarov this kasha. He says, doesn't understand, Reb Chaim's Yusoid is Mamish Kenegad Asugya in Shaz. It's Kenegad Kedushan Nafman Aleph Amman Aleph, and the Briskarov told Reb Shach, I'll tell you the truth, I don't know Pshat in the Tatar of Chaim, but I do remember that when my father of Chaim was writing this shtickle and Sefer, he had a Gemara Kedushan Dachman Aleph open in front of him. So he was harving over this Gemara Kedushan while he was writing the shtickle. So don't think that Reb Chaim missed this Gemara at Zichigahat Pshat. He was harving in this Gemara when he wrote the shtickle. But either way, if you want to see the Lamdas in this sugya, that is the Lamdas. So we turn our attention from one Shver Sugya in Shas to another Shver Sugya in Shas. From the Sugya Kol Sheinab Zach, 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 Zainoy, to the Sugya of Kedushin Sheinab Mesurim Lubiyah. Kedushin Sheinab Mesurim Lubiyah, as we'll see in a minute, is Machlik, is Abayi Verova, and it's of Yal Kagam fame. Very good. It's the Kuf in Yal Kagam. So I'm giving away the end before we get there, and that is, this is going to be one of the six places in Shas with the Machlo- with Allah is like Abaya, not like Rava, regarding Kedushin Shein and Surumbi. Kedushin Shein and So someone was Mekadish, a woman, but because of technical issues, there's no way for him to be boiled this woman. For example, our Mishnah. Somebody was 
Mekadesh, Isha, Ubita, Isha, the Achosa. If one of the Kedushins would be Chal, and you wouldn't know which, there'd be no way for this person to be boiled his wife, because she may be his wife, but she also may be an Erva. So it's a Kedushin, She'ena Mesurun Labiyo, so what's the Alocha? Machlik is a Baif Rabbayah, Mabayah says, Ava Kedushin, Rava, my Rava said, Lo Yavu Kedushin, Oh my Rava, Rava said, Barahina, Azbrili, Barahina, explain to me, Omakar, that kedushin she'ena mesurin labia loy havi kedushin ki ikach ish isha ubala kedushin amesurin labia havi kedushin kedushin she'ena mesurin labia loy havi kedushin. What is that from a basic drasha? Ki ikach ish isha. Rashi says ki ikach means kedushin kicha kicha means the Ephraim. It's not clear why Rashi had to mention kicha kicha means the Ephraim here, but ki ikach means kedushin, and right afterwards it says ubala, and we learn from there that a kedushin that's mesurin labia havi kedushin, but kedushin she'ena mesurin labia loy havi kedushin. Fake the Gemara tonight. So he tried being Makadish, a woman and her daughter, or a woman and her sister, both simultaneously. What was that? None of them are married. It sounds like, let's say he wouldn't have tried being Makadish, both of them. So that's already daring. Let's say he only wanted to be Makadish, one of them. Either you or your sister. Either you or your mother or your daughter. Sounds like it would be chal. Because if the Kedushan wouldn't be chal, even if you tried being Mekadosh one of them, then Mishra said that. Tell me the bigger Kiddush. The Mishra said, if you try being Mekadosh both, it doesn't work. Oh, both? Maybe it doesn't work. Because Kol Shein I have a good reason why both shouldn't work. But let's say you try being Mekadosh one, where you don't have the svara of kol she'ene b'zeach hazeh, you're not trying to do both. You just want one. I don't know which one. One. It sounds like the Kedushin would be Chal. Frek the Gemara of Amai. Why is the Kedushin Chal? Kedushin Shein Mesurun Labiyah Ninu. It's a Kedushin Shein Mesurun Labiyah. If one of them is Chal, you still can't be Boiler because you don't know which one is Chal. In other words, it's Kedushin Shein Mesurun Labiyah. Kedushin Shein Mesurun Labiyah. I have a Kedushin. Frek the Gemara. Yufta de Rava. Amalacha Rava. Zab the Gemara. Rava's going to tell you. Ulita Mech. According to you. Meaning, you think that you have a raya from the Reish of the Mishnah. Nice deek in the Reish of the Mishnah. Not like me. How do you read the Seifah? There was a story with five women. Two of them were sisters. And a man took a cluster of figs. Belonged to all five of these women. There was also Kedusha Shviyas. He told all five of them. All five of you should be Mekudashis with this cluster of figs. And the Chachamim said, The sisters are not married. Now, it's mashma, clearly in the Mishnah, very obvious dick. It's not even a dick, it's almost mafurish. The sisters aren't married. The three girls that are not related to each other are going to be married. Says Rava, let's break this case down. How exactly did this work? Did he tell these five women, I want all five of you to be married, that at so what's If somebody tries being makna something, he goes over to two shudfim. I want to be makna to both of you. Reuven and Shimon. So you could do that. Reuven and Shimon as partners can buy something together. What about Reuven and Achamor? So if somebody tries to be makna something to Reuven and Achamor, the Chamor can't be koina. So you would say Reuven's koina, the Chamor is not koina. But that's not the halacha. At the Chamor, if you say, I want to be makhnet to you and a chamar, or you and a cotton, let's say, that can't be zaycha, so then that person batches up the whole, the whole entity, and now nobody can be chal. That's the way it works. So in this case, if you try being makadish, all five women of achas, two of them, he can't be makadish, three of them, he can be makadish. So the Allah is that no one should be 
married. Because it should be similar to at v'chamor, and at v'chamor is like, Elo loves up to it's poshit. Now how do you read this Mishnah? The Amalu atem mi achas mikem. One of the five should be married. Viktani, and what did the Mishnah say? Enachoyos mikudashoyos. None of the sisters are married. Why not? Bishloim, if he tried being Makadish the two sisters, Bavas Achaz, I understand. That's Kosheinah Bazachazah, Bavas Achazainah. But if you're telling me that he's not trying to be Makadish everybody, because if he's trying to be Makadish everybody, then nobody should be married. Even the Nachriya shouldn't be married. Elamai is trying to be Makadish one of the five. Well, I want one of the five. It's not Atva Chamor. Atva Chamor is when I'm trying to give it to everybody. I'm not trying to give it to everybody. I want one of the five. One of the five. Then why Adachai is not married? Why shouldn't one of the sisters be married? This is not Kol Shein I'm not trying to get both of them. I'm trying to get one. Which one? I don't know. The Teretz is, being that it's a Kedushin Shein and you'll never be able to be boil one of the sisters because maybe you're really married to the other sister. So the sister that you're being boil is really an Erva, see, so have a raya, Kedushin, Shainim, Masurim, Labiyah, they have a Kedushin. In other words, the Resh is a raya to Abayah, Kashan, Rava. The Seif is a raya to Rava, Kashan, Abayah. Zok to Gemara, the Rava, Kashan, Reshal, Abayah, Kashan, Seifa. Zok to Gemara, Abayah, Metaret, Sotameh, Rava, Metaret, Sotameh. We're going to have to do some surgery to this Mishnah, and Rava's going to have to make it work. According to his sheet, uh, that Kedushin Shein and Masurim Labiyah will have a Kedushin, meaning Rav is going to have to answer the Reisha, and Abayah is going to have to make it work according to his sheet, that the Kedushin Shein and Masurim Labiyah have a Kedushin, he's going to have to make the safer work. Says the Gemara, how so? Abayah, Metaret Sotameh, first Abayah. Abayah holds Kedushin Shein and Masurim Labiyah have a Kedushin. So therefore, the Reisha is very good. Amakadish, Isha Ubita, O Isha, Ve'achayse Ke'achas, Ena Mekudashin. If you try to marry the two sisters or the mother and the daughter at the same time, it doesn't work. Ho Achas me Isha Ubita, but if you tried marrying one of them, or Achas, then it would work. But what would be if the person said Mefurish that I only want the Kedusha to be Chal if you Ru'il if ultimately I'll be able to do Bia. But if I can't do Bia, then I'm not interested. Then Dalach is in a Mekudoshes. None of them are going to be married. Why? Because you won't be able to do Bia with either one of them. And being that you stipulated that I only want the Kedusha to be Chal if it's Ru'il and it's not Ru'il no one's going to be married. My tsunami is regarding that case, where the husband specifically stipulated that I only want the Kedushin to be Chal, if it's Rui Labia, that will bring a Maisa to support. This is the surgery. This is what we're inserting. He said specifically the one that's Roy to Skadish. So the Reish according to Abayah was good. The problem was the Seifa. Baya is going to make a tremendous akin to the Seifa. It's talking about where the man said that the reason we ins- that we have to say that the husband said Mefurish Haru'uyalimikem Oh, if he said Haru'uyalimikem now he's saying that the Kedushin should only be Chal if it's Masurim Labiyah and it's for that reason that the, none of the sisters will be married because the sisters are not Masurim Labiyah. Rava Metar Tzatameh How's Rava going to explain the Mishnah? So according to Rava the Seifa was good Rava needs to answer the Reisha Rav will explain the ratio's false. Makadish achas me isha obita. If somebody marries one, either isha obita, or achas me isha ve'achaisa, or one or two sisters, nasa, this is the key word according to Rav, it's nasa, kemisha kidesh isha obita, isha ve'achaisa ke'achas, ve'eno mekudashas. Meaning the case is not where somebody tried marrying two sisters. The case is where somebody tried marrying one of two sisters. The Mishnah is saying that if you try marrying one of two sisters, it's as if 
you tried marrying both his sisters, Ka'achas. And just like if you try marrying both sisters, Ka'achas, the Kedushan's not Chal, so too if you try marrying one of two sisters, the Kedushan's not going to be Chal. Why not? Because it's Kedushan, She'enon, Mesurim, Labia, Loi Havi Kedushan. According to Rava, you don't have to insert anything to the Seifah. The Seifah was very good, according to Rava. Bechamish Nashim, Ubehen Shtei Achayos, Velikak Echad Kalkolosh Alteinah, V'Amar Rekuchan, V'Achas Mishtei Achayos, Mekudosh Azib Kalkolosu, V'Amru Chachamim, Ein Achayos Mekudoshes. So again, we have a Machloik, as a Bayev Rava, Kedushin, She'enan Mesurin Labiya, Havi Kedushin, Aloi Havi Kedushin, Ar Mishnah, Seem to be contradictory. The ratio of the Mishnah seemed to support Abayashita. The Seif of the Mishnah seemed to support Ravashita. And the Gemara did what it often does Abayi Metaritz Latameh, Rav Metaritz Latameh. In other words, you have no Raya from our Mishnah to Abayashita. You have no Raya to Ravashita. Either way, we're going to have to edit the Mishnah. Again, another example of how you can't learn Mishnayas without learning Gemara. Because at first glance, you see the Mishnah, it looks like it's telling you one story. It's telling you something else. Abaya has his Akimta. Rava has his Akimta. Either way, somebody had several daughters. And he's Mekadish, one of them. He goes over to a man, you want to marry my daughter? says, yeah, absolutely. And he gives the father, uh, Shava Pruta, he's Mekabal Kedushan, on behalf of his daughter. But he didn't say which daughter. So the Allah is as follows. Mishnah makes a rather obvious statement that any daughter he has that's older than 12 and a half years old is obviously not married. Why not? Because the father has no governance over her. He can't be Mekadosh even if he wanted to. Hub Ketanos, clearly implied from the Mishnah is, that all the Ketanos, all the girls that are below the age of Baigris are going to be married. What's the kasha? The Kedushan shouldn't be chal. You know why? Look at it from the husband's perspective. He doesn't know which daughter he's married to. Meaning, it could be he's married to Rachel, maybe he's married to Leah. Rachel and Leah are sisters. It's a Kedushan Shein of Israel Because if he's married to Rachel, he can't be with Leah. And if he's married to Leah, he can't be with Rachel. So it's a Kedushin She'enon Mesurin Labiyah. Kedushin She'enon Mesurin Labiyah. He shouldn't be married. And it sounds like for the Mishnah, only the Bagris is not married. It says the Gemara, Hoktano is Pichlal, Vamai Kedushin She'enon Mesurin Labiyah, Le'avi Kedushin, Vetuf to the Rava, Amalacha Rava, Rava's going to tell you, Hachav Mayaskina, Kishen Sham Elu Gedoyla Viktano. It's talking about where there were only two sisters. One was a Ketano, one was a Gedoyla. And being that the Bagris is on the outside looking in, because the father doesn't have a shush over the boigris. So for that reason, that who's going to be married? Diktana. Fake the Gemara. Boigris. Kitani, a little diktok. Boigris, not boigres. Boigris is a vav between the Reish and the Saf, which is a Lush and Rabbin. It sounds like there are multiple boigroses, right? Which means that there should be multiple ketanas as well. If there's multiple ketanas, it's not just a boigris and a ketana. There's multiple ketanas. And still you see that all the Ketanois are Mikudeshes Misafik. Says the Gemara, my Baigrois, Baigrois, the reason we mentioned Baigrois is it means that if one of his daughters is, if his, one of his daughters is one of the Baigrois that are out there, not that he has multiple Baigrois in his own home, but there are many Baigrois in the world. If one is, a, is from the Baigrois, but really he only has two daughters. He has a Baigrois and he has an Ihachi Freik the Gemara, the obvious question. I'm sure everybody was bothered with this question. And by the name the what's the Kiddush? So you have a man who has two daughters. One is 26, the other one is 11. He goes over to a man, he goes, you want to marry my daughter? He says, yeah. All right, one of my daughters is married to you. So the halach is, he's married to the 11-year-old, not to the 27. Obviously, if she's 27, then he can't marry her off. So what's the Kiddush of the Bishloimah if he has 
three daughters underage. So there's already a Kiddush over here. You don't know which daughter. It's a suffix. It's Kiddush Hashanah, Mr. Labia. So there's what to talk about. But if there's two daughters and one is a Gdala, one's a Ketana, then what's the Kiddush? You know what the case was? It's talking about where his 27-year-old daughter appointed her father, the man, a Shliach, to be Mekadosh Kiddush on his behalf. So he now has a daughter that's a Gdala, that he is now an authorized agent to be Mekadosh Kedushin on her behalf. At the same time, he has a daughter that's a Ketana. And now he goes over to man. You want to marry my daughter? He says, absolutely. So now we have a Shiloh. Who is he married to? Is he married to his own daughter that's a Ketana? One second. Or is he married to the Boigeris? That's a Chiddush. Says the Mishnah. You know who he's married to? The Ketana. Not the Boigeris. Why? Mechitesa. Maudetim. I would have thought. Maybe he did accept the Ketushin on behalf of the Boigeris. So they should both be a Suffolk. Kamash Malon. The Leishavik. Inish. Midi. The no, it would make more sense the father has more of a vested interest to marry off his daughter because he keeps the money as opposed to marrying, being a shliach on behalf of his daughter because then it all comes down to the shekels. Maybe it's talking about the Maybe it's talking about where the daughter, when she appointed her father as a shliach, she specifically told her father, by the way, if you want, you could keep the castle of Kedusha. Could it not be talking about such a case? I guess I assume it could. And even in that case, it sounds like from the Mishnah, we assume that it's the Ketana and not the Gedalde. You don't have this Svara of Hana. Zok the Gemara, a very big Chiddush. It's a Chiddush because of something that we learned not so long ago. Afilu hachi shavik inish mitzvah de Rami mitzvah It still makes more sense that the father means his daughter that's a Ketana and not the Gedalde. Why? Because when you have father marries his ketana, he's doing a mitzvah. When a father is just acting as a shliach to be mekadish, his daughter, that's a gedoyla, he's not doing a mitzvah. First of all, what's the mitzvah? So it's a rashi, dechsev, ve'es b'noiseichem t'nula anoshem. It's a pasuk in Yermio, Perich of Tess, where there's apparently, it was looked at as a good thing, it's not a mitzvah, but to give your daughters off to men, marry them off, set them up. So you're setting up your daughter, that's where we learn out some of the halachas of ksubuks, etc. But what's the kasha? Kasha is from a Gemara that we learned, right in the beginning of Perik Ish Mekadesh, right, what did Mishnah say? Ish Mekadesh, Boya Beshlucha, Yo Isha Miskadesh, Boya Beshlucha, Ish Mekadesh, Bita Kshinaira, Faith the Gemara, why Naira? Why not Ektana? Father can be Mekadosh Ektana as well. Zok the Gemara misayel elarav. Dom Rabbi Dom Rav. Asur lo Adam she Yekadosh as bitoy kishiktana acheti gadol v'toyim Rebbe Pliny. And he writes it's Asur from man to marry your daughter. Right? It's interesting. If you look in the Torah, the Torah allows a father to marry off his daughter. He also Torah also allows a father to sell his daughter into slavery. But it's very important that we be cognizant of two marmakarnas. One is the Rambam and Perik Dalad, Halacha Beis of Hilchas Avodim. The Rambam says, Ein ha'ovra shoy mimkar is bita. Father has no right to sell his daughter into slavery. Elim kein he Number one, he's poor. V'lo inisha He has nothing. Like karka, v'lo imetaltlin, v'afilu ksus she'olav. He doesn't even have a shirt. V'afal pikein. And even then, even then, after he sold her already, we try to do whatever we can possibly do to get the father to be paid there, to redeem her from slavery. So either, although there is an idea that a father has a right to sell his daughter, the Rambam says, unless he meets 
these criteria, and it's based on a Gemara earlier in the Masechta, the Avchaf, and the Aleph, and the Sugi of Avodah. That's regarding selling it to slavery. Regarding being Mekadashar, except for that already, we have Rav, very clear. Osir, Lo'odam, Shei Kadashas, Bitoi, Shei Tana, Achadigodo. So here we have a Gemara that seems to be so to that. Lo'yishovik in the for the Rami Yolel, V'ovik Mitzvah the Rami Yolel. So you know who asks the Kasher, Ritva already asks the Kasher. Now at first glance, you'll tell me it's not such a Shvera Kasher. Why? Gavra, Gavra Koromis, asking a Kasher from Rava to Rav. Rav is the one that said it in Kedushan and Aleph Amid Aleph. Rav is the one who's talking over here in Kedushan Daf Nun Aleph Amid Beis. So how do you have a right to ask a Kasher, Rav to Rav? Brabtiveger already points out, based on the Gemara later, that it's Mavur, that Rav entertained Shittas Rav. And if Rav entertained Shittas Rav, it would mean that Rav himself Rav himself would have no choice but to explain this b'raith the way Rav explained it, which is that there's a mitzvah between Mekadosh, your daughter, that's a ketana, based on this Gemara Yemriel. So it's not just a kasha from something Rav said, to something Rav said, it may actually be a stira, minei ubei Rav, either way, zok to Gemara Vayka, toshma, somebody who had two sets of daughters, mishnei noshem, so this is a man who was married to two women, and he had two daughters from each one of his respective wives. The two daughters that he had from one wife were both older than the two daughters that he had from the next wife. Got it? So he has four daughters from two respective wives. It's two and two. The two from the older are the two from the one are both older than the two from the other. So I was in the my older daughter. That's what he said. The problem is, we don't know what he's talking about. What does he mean? The any idea. Does he mean the older of the group of older girls? Maybe he means the older of the two younger girls. Or maybe he means the ktana shebikdoilis. Maybe he means the younger of the older group. Because she's older than even the older one of the younger group. So there's three possibilities over here. It could be any one of the older group, or it could mean the older of the younger group. So in Alochis, Kulon Asurois, they're all Aser, Chutz Miktanes, Shebiktanes, Tiberameis. Rameis is they're all Aser, except for the younger, the younger group, she's definitely not the G'dayl. So what's the Kasha? The Kasha is, if he doesn't know who he's married to, then he shouldn't be married to anybody. Because to the extent that the Kedushin is not muscle, there's no Kedushin, it's talking about where now we don't know. Meaning at the time it was evident. We did know. Now, later on, there was some confusion over here. We're not sure exactly how this all played out. But there was no suffix at the time of the condition. If there was a suffix at the time of the condition, then the condition itself was never Masur Labia. But we're talking about when the condition was Masur Labia. Now, something had years later, we somehow were unsure. We remember what the husband said. We just don't know how to interpret it today. That's what the issue. That says the Gemara. They can me, and I'll prove it to you. It's very meduic that way. Tiktani, because what did the Mishnah say? Eini yodeya. We don't know. But like Tani En Yodua, it is not known. En Yodua would mean, like nobody knows. En Yodua means, I don't know. The Rav who was Paskin in the Shiloh, the husband, the father, he didn't know. En it's more individual, it's personal. I don't know. But really it is Yodua. Says the Gemara Shmami, no, great right. Ihochi, my domain. And what's the Chiddush? Why is it a Chiddush? Says the Gemara, the Kiddush is, you don't say what Rabbi Yaisi said. What did Rabbi Yaisi say? Rabbi Yaisi said that a person never puts himself into a situation of suffolk. Meaning, a person will not say something if what he said could be interpreted in different ways. So over here, according to Rabbi Yaisi, the way you would probably interpret what this person said, 
If he said Gedoyla, he probably means his oldest daughter. Although Gedoyla maybe means the younger of the two who's older than even the older of the next two. Or maybe he means the older of the younger two. But that is all to the extent a person is willing to live dangerously. He's willing to be machas nafshalas feika. That's not what a person would do. Kamashwa, that's the Kiddush of the Brisa. The machas inish nafshalas feika. The Kiddush is not like Rabbi Yossi, that we assume machas inish nafshalas feika. And therefore, there's three possibilities what he may have meant. Each one is suffix mikudeshes. I kedushin shenem surah labia. The suffix was noilad later. At the time of the kedushin, there was no suffix. I will stop here.